0: Welcome to Five Cats, Two Pussies. This is Ronnie. And this is Lindsay. And my cat made biscuits on my butt this week. (laughs) 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 And I'll tell you more about that in a second. But we have a great episode this week. We are going to talk about Pisces. Yeah. Because it's somebody's birthday.
1: It is. (laughs) Yeah, a couple days. (laughs)
0: And we have a couple of listeners that we happen to know are Pisces as well, and so we've we've never really done a whole episode just on one zodiac sign, so
1: fuck it. (laughs) Yeah, dude, totally. No, I'm excited about it. I happen to know a lot of Pisces. I know you know a lot of Pisces, too. I do,
0: actually, like... Like the three of my closest female friends are all Pisces. I don't know what's that like, what is that about? I don't know. We'll find out. I mean, (laughs) I
1: think that we surround ourselves with the people that we relate to the most. And maybe we just both relate to a lot of Pisces people. Maybe. I don't know. We'll (laughs) find out more about Pisces and what are
0: they like? How do you get along with them? What's their like protective shit? We are going to cover it all. This is going to be like Pisces 101. Yeah. Psyched,
1: dude.
0: <laughs> but back to the important thing. Yeah, <laughs> biscuits on my butt.
1: Biscuits on your butt, dude. I've got to hear about this. Okay,
0: so uh, if you've been following along, uh, you know that I have two kitties, Kenway and Django, and Django is very shy. So if if you are new to the episode, Django is like a big pumpkin head uh, who is afraid of everything. Everything, and he doesn't like to be pet or touched but he has recently in the last couple of months had the courage to come up on the bed. And so the other day, Kenway was up in between engineer Dan and I's pillow and he was curled up asleep. Django wanted Kenway's attention. So in order to get it, he now knows he has to come up on the bed. Kenway is not getting down going to him anymore. (laughs) Kenway is over it. So he gets up on the bed. I'm rolled over facing away from the middle and all of a sudden, I can feel him behind me, and Dan is just like he's making Biscuits. I'm like, yes, I can feel them. <laughs> <laughs> and so he has very long claws, like these, um, like massive talons, and he stretches his toes out like full five fingers spread <laughs> and reaches out as far as he can and then just like grips it and rips it <laughs> <laughs> and just like these like massive biscuits and he's just like one paw two paw one paw two paw and he's proceeding to do this sort of like in the small of my back not necessarily on me but just like in that direction and the rhythmic one paw two paw put me to sleep <laughs> the next thing i wake up and dan's like you missed it he was making biscuits on you i was like oh no (laughs) i got it (laughs) in fact it was so soothing i went right to sleep (laughs) oh my gosh
1: that is so cute you got a kitty massage
0: i got a kitty massage he he was
1: absolutely adorable (laughs) oh
0: i just knew that if i rolled over to like make a big deal about it or look at it that he'd run away because that's way too much movement
1: oh yeah way too close and he would be mortified if he knew that he were doing it right
0: yeah <laughs> so I had a little kitty massage and oh. he's getting closer and closer, man, to snugs. I one of these days. It's one of these days h- he's just gonna like be laying there and just he'll all of a sudden he'll be like, Yeah, I'm on your legs. I know you're on like on your legs. As long as you don't move and don't acknowledge it,
1: we'll be fine. Oh, <laughs> I see it coming, dude. I totally yeah. see it coming. So baby steps, <laughs> <laughs> baby biscuits. I'm <laughs> oh, so proud. Awesome. Well, Lindsay. I feel like this was a long fucking week. How about you? It was a long week. Okay, good. I'm glad it wasn't just me. No, it was. I I feel like, you know, now that my weekends are back to only three days, it's like all of the weeks are long. That's fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel like it was... I don't know. It's like the hint of spring weather and a little bit more sunshine. I'm a little bit stir crazy. I like want, I'm ready and I want to be doing all the spring stuff. So yeah. I want to be outside and I want to be back on a patio with a cup of coffee. And I want to be digging around in my garden and I want to be cleaning out my closet and spring cleaning in general. And uh, it's in that in between. It's a, just a little too fucking cold still to get in there like that. Yeah. But right it now just, it is. Yeah, for
1: sure. But next week we're going to, we're supposed to hit like 60 degrees. Oh
0: man. And then I'm going to be complaining about how sweaty I am.
1: <laughs> oh, i want it. Give me all the sweat. I want it. <laughs> I want the sun, I want the sweat, I want my skin to feel like it's burning off of my body, Ooh. give it to me <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's, like a, there's like four weeks in the spring and four weeks in the fall where I am perfect <laughs> and the rest of the time it's like too icy to be outside or too hot for my fair curves
1: <laughs>
0: but we do have Something to look forward to. We sure do. Yeah. So tomorrow, as of recording day, tomorrow, we get to play Dungeons and Dragons again. Dude, I'm so
1: psyched. (laughs) It's only been two weeks since our last game. I'm so excited. And we got to level up. We got to level up. (laughs) And this is an important level up, too. Mm -hmm. Like, level three for a lot of classes, you get some pretty cool shit. Absolutely. So...
0: Lindsay, you are playing a Goliath Barbarian, which means you get to pick a totem, correct? I get to pick a path. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, so I'm going path of the Totem Warrior, Ah. which basically gives me like a totem animal.
0: And what animal did you choose? The wolf. Dope. Yes. I think you're going to make the best dog breath ever. Dude, I totally am.
1: (laughs) And eventually, I'm going to buy a sled puppy.
0: Aww. Yes that be adorable.
1: I really want us to have a sled gang.
0: I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for a monster to eat it.
1: <laughs> it's not going to. Don't say that.
0: <laughs> uh, very unlike me. I play a fighter, which is not, not unlike me. I, I play a lot of fighters. But I going to go Rune Warrior.
1: Cool, Which dude. is in
0: Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. Tasha's, yeah, Tasha's Cauldron of Something. Yeah. Uh, and that's a new extended class and i'm excited about it it's unlike anything i usually play i don't usually cross the like magic and the fighter i usually go one or other right right but this just felt right i was like what uh, like what campaign am i going to play in the future that will be more seamlessly integrated than playing a rune warrior where the runes are based around giants than a game of like the frost maiden and I'm hanging out with goliath
1: and we've killed a couple of giants. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think yeah. it's super cool in this instance at least to to be crossing your martial class with um some magic use because we don't have a lot of magic in our party in the game as it is as it stands right now
0: yeah we've got a druid and you know they're pretty magical but it's a different kind of magic yeah it is and so yeah I think this will be it'll be really fun and it's going to be something totally different for me and so I'm really excited to explore uh, you know a new area of role play and a new class and see what I like about it see what I hate about it and yeah I'm excited. Yeah, dude. I'm <laughs>
1: excited too. I'm also excited to to find out what our druid and or actually our druid already got to choose their like, right because they choose type. it too. Uh, but we have a ranger, so I'm excited to see what our ranger uh, is going to choose too. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. So tomorrow will be awesome, and and this will all be in the past for you listeners. But rest assured, we'll still be just as excited about it. <laughs> Almost as excited as I am for Lindsay's birthday this week. Me too.
1: (laughs) I'm going to be 39 though. Gross, dude. Uh, I don't, I'm younger than you are by just a smidge. So. Yeah, but only like a
0: year. (laughs) so I like I get to like live vicariously through like your feelings of each year before I decide how I'm going to feel about it so like you were pretty whatever about 38
1: yeah and
0: so I'm feeling pretty whatever about 38 and now you're like mm, gross
1: 39 I'm like oh how am I gonna feel <laughs> yeah I mean it's like it's it, it's whatever I'm, I'm still whatever but I'm like oh gross I'm almost 40 the good thing is is that I like people still think I'm 28 yeah so.
0: <laughs> you haven't aged I've known you for over five years now I think and you you have not
1: aged yeah I you've think changed I look your like, hair
0: color and cut and that's it
1: <laughs> I think I look pretty much the same as I did when I was younger yeah I have a few more eye wrinkles now but they're not like super noticeable yeah
0: I love eye wrinkles though I'm a huge fan of smile lines and and shit like that yeah Yeah, I don't know. I I just I guess I continue to like look at all of my friends around me, and we're all clearly getting older. uh, But at the same time, it's like I don't know. I remember being a kid and being like, oh man, people in their forties are just lame and boring. And then I'm like, no, that's gonna be us in like a short period of time. And I've got friends that are in their fifties, and I'm just like, I don't think they're lame and boring. I think they're badass punk witches. So yeah like who cares at the end of the day i'm not going to change because i've suddenly hit a like new number i'm going to continue being who i am and
1: you know my knees will just hurt a little more yeah do that's that is one of those things my hip, it's for me it's my hips <laughs> <laughs> well in
0: honor of lindsay's birthday and all the pisces out there we're going to do a deep dive into what does it mean to be a Pisces? What should you be looking out for? How can you help them if you are in a relationship with a Pisces? And hopefully you learned something. Yeah. I, I know I did going through all this research. So <laughs> we'll be back in a second. Talk about Pisces.
1: We totally will.
0: Oh wait, no! Oh shit. First we're gonna light a ritual candle. Oh out. my god, ah!
1: dude! Yes. <laughs> ha ha, Engineer Dan.
0: Ha <laughs> ha. I was like, why am I holding this lighter?
1: <laughs>
0: Sweet. Okay, now we'll be right back. Yeah. Talk about Pisces.
1: <laughs> we'll see you soon, which is. Welcome back. Oh, thanks. Hey. <laughs> I felt like I was doing like an announcer voice Oh, there.
0: no, I liked it. <laughs> it was
1: good. So Pisces, right? Yeah. Me and so many other people that we know. Uh, Pisces is the 12th and final sign of the Zodiac calendar. Right smack in the middle of February, March. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Dates are February 19th to March 20th. Uh. It is said that this final sign of the Zodiac is actually like a combination of all of the other signs that came before it. Ooh. Yeah. Now, if you believe in reincarnation, it's also said that those who are born under the sign of Pisces have actually been reborn multiple times and have completed all that they have needed to complete and learn under every other sign before that. Oh. So once you hit Pisces, this is like your sort of like the final countdown, I guess, for your like knowledge, the, like, the knowledge that your spirit learns during its time on earth and you're, you're set with these tasks to learn. And so long as you learn what you need to when you're in Pisces, like, you're done. You're good. You get to, you know, go off and do whatever. But if you don't, like, if you haven't figured that shit out, you got to start all over again. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So now
0: I've got to ask, Lindsay, how are you doing? I'm figuring your shit out. (laughs) Well, you know, I think I'm I'm partway
1: there. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't really know what the lessons I'm supposed to learn are, but... I do my best. Yeah.
0: like I, I, like I, I think, think you we, do pretty good.
1: <laughs> like I think we all do. Exactly. <laughs> Pisces, if our witches listening are not aware, are represented by a pair of fish who swim in opposite directions, and it, it's associated with the element of water. And Pisces are generally known as being more laid back and agreeable than the other water counterparts.
0: Um, now, I... I'm having a moment of trying to think of the other water counterparts. Maybe Cancer with the crab?
1: Cancer with the crab, and you are very, very close to the other one. Mm. Scorpio. Oh, they're a water sign? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, they sure are.
0: Oh, that's cool. I always thought that they <laughs> would be like, I don't know, a desert <laughs>
1: sign, scorpions. Yeah, I <laughs> know. They're Yeah, for whatever reason, they're associated with the element water. Our bestest pal, Engineer Dan, is a Scorpio. Mm. Yeah. Mm uh Pisces' ruling house is the 12th house. their ruling planet they actually have two. Oh, okay. yeah, you're gonna be special. <laughs> yeah well, kind of yeah, kinda. So uh Jupiter is one and Neptune is the other. Now Jupiter is the ancient ruling planet. This was like decided before anybody knew Neptune existed. Oh, okay. Yeah, so Jupiter is associated with, like, good luck and adventure and philosophy. So when people were, like, figuring out the zodiac, they were like, okay, Pisces most closely associates with this. But then once Neptune was discovered, which is associated with, like, mysticism and illusion and psychic abilities and stuff like that, they were like, okay, no, Pisces belongs here.
0: <laughs> well, it could be both because I like your uh, your mentioning of, you know, this is sort of the end of the cycle. And this is the one where, like, if you do believe in reincarnation, that, like, you really got to, like, get it together or start again and that's very adventurous that's you know that's very philosophical to me and don't forget we're also two fish
1: (laughs) swimming in opposite directions so there's that
0: (laughs) Nothing has ever (laughs) described to me wishy-washy more than two fish swimming in opposite directions.
1: (laughs) Yes. So all water signs, uh, though they're known for having very strong feelings about certain things, they can be wishy-washy about a lot of the things. (laughs) <laughs> they can be like i personally know a lot of real flaky pisces oh that's fair
0: <laughs> i always feel like wishy-washy uh, to me settles in the same vein as indecisive and i think almost all the pisces i know sorry linds are indecisive
1: no, i totally am indecisive <laughs> it, it takes a while for me and then finally i'm like all right we'll just do this it's fine whatever
0: yeah that's fair <laughs> but if you have an emotion or an opinion on it it is very strong it is
1: <laughs> it sure is Uh, As far as colors go sea green makes sense to be associated with Pisces our gemstone our main gemstone is aquamarine but you can also look at like amethyst ruby bloodstone and jasper Mm -hmm. and our flower is the water lily oh it's so pretty yeah.
0: I love that there's many things that, and we'll get into the sort of personality traits of uh, Pisces and the strengths and weaknesses, but you pulled up a little list of gifts and this really sort of felt like things that maybe a Pisces is more innately good at, but not just good at, able to give back with. Yeah, These are like gifts that they have, but also gifts that they're able to give to others around them. And yeah. I thought this was pretty cool. Yeah, totally, dude. So Pisces have, this is quite the list, but the one that stood out to me first and foremost is actually the last one on the list, and it is unselfish humility. And just like, can two almost at times a fault, and we'll talk more about that in a little bit, but the idea of putting other people first and, uh, you know, sort of at, at its extreme and really just, you know, not having an ego about things. And that sort of goes with the, like, go with the flow, easy going. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I thought that was a really nice one. But there's also a long list here of, you know, clairvoyance, psychic dreaming, mysticism that goes with the whole Neptune thing. Yeah. Uh, receptivity and intuition, empathy, because you have such, like, emotional strong ties. Adaptability that sort of go with the flow. Um idealism, again, that's sort of the extreme of an emotional response, I think.
1: For but- sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I feel, uh, I'm just going to say it now. I feel like maybe a little bit guilty because I know so many Pisces and I'm sitting here reading off some of these. I'm just going to get over it right here and now. (laughs) I am not specifically calling out Lindsay on any of these. If she feels called out or if any of our Pisces listeners feel called out, well, that's just because you're a Pisces and my turn will come in a few months.
1: So as I I was reading through this list, I I did recognize a lot of these things in me. But one thing that kind of made me giggle was the like clairvoyance part, because I do have like little bouts of clairvoyance here and there. And a couple of years ago or not years ago, a couple of weeks ago, you and I were getting ready to record. We were getting ready to record our Valentine's Day episode and we were standing outside and I looked at you. The following day was Valentine's Day. I looked at you, and I was like, are you going to get your period tomorrow? <laughs> and you were like, no.
0: no. <laughs> it was so random. Yeah. Like, just out of nowhere. Are you getting your period tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, no, bitch. <laughs>
1: Not for another week. And then you texted me the next day, and you are like, I got my fucking period. I did. Out of nowhere. <laughs> like, nine days early. <laughs> I felt like a bloodhound. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you definitely had a little moment and I like it too, because you've done, uh, you've experienced astral projection before. To, and to me, that also falls in very much in the like psychic dreaming realm. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, there's a lot here There's a like, there's, I don't know. You're just complicated people, Pisces. I know we're <laughs>
1: fucking weird. we're all weird (laughs) but we all we have like like rituals specific to Pisces that we can do to sort of like develop these gifts too
0: Yeah, I thought that this was really cool. Not something I had ever considered was, you know, rituals, like you said, to develop gifts or things that you might be more innately drawn to. Yeah. And so I'm curious to our listeners out there, you know, as we're going through any of these lists, any of these um, topics or things that have to do with Pisces, if you are a Pisces or no one and you're like, oh my gosh, my Pisces totally does this. Drop us a line at 5CTP pod. Let us know. But I'm kind of curious, like, like, are you are you out there doing, like, you, Lindsay, are not a bath person.
1: So no. sacred
0: bath rituals, probably not so much.
1: No. I think it's weird to sit in your own skin. <laughs> Dead
0: skin. But settling disputes and reconciliation, that you are good at. Yeah, I am good at that. Things like marking the ending and beginning of a cycle. Obvious water things like blessing water tools and cups and cauldrons and bowls. Past life exploration.
1: Yeah, I've always been interested in that. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Maybe it's because you've lived all the other signs already. Maybe. And psychic development. Yeah. Now, this is the one that really got me. I looked up tarot cards specific to Pisces. And the one that jumped out right away was the moon. The moon is like the be-all, end-all tarot card for Pisces. Now, if you're not into tarot or you don't... Um, you know, you don't know the meanings of all of them right away. Guess what? Neither do I. <laughs> so I had to look them <laughs> up too. <laughs> I do read tarot, but my tarot cards are slightly different than your sort of average writer weightsmith wait, uh, deck. So... Uh, I'm still learning all of the meanings. And so the general idea and understanding behind the moon is that it is a card about fear and illusions. It's a guidance card. Higher consciousness, finding things in the darkness, darkness representing fears, misunderstandings, doubts, and light of the moon representing you know that guidance, clairvoyance, intuition, all of that side of things.
1: I think that's so cool. And I was talking to you a little about this earlier, and this is something that probably people don't really care to hear, but I'm going to say it anyway. So I think it's really interesting that the moon came up as the tarot card for Pisces, because as I was like reading about the ruling planets for Pisces and kind of looking into that, I discovered that the ruling planet of your sun sign is not actually your ruling planet. Your ruling planet is determined by your ascendant, which is which is the constellation that's on the the eastern horizon at a specific time. So in this case, at the time of your birth. Oh, okay. My ascendant is Cancer, which is ruled by the moon. I was also born on a Monday, which is ruled by the moon. Ooh. So weird, right? <laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> You're all about that, that higher conscious guidance, like a little bit of darkness. I love it.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, I love it too. <laughs> uh, so because I know we have a couple of listeners who are Pisces, I looked up their tarot cards as well. So if you are a Pisces and fall between March 1st and March 10th, then your card is Nine of Cups. And that would be emotional fulfillment. Um, so that is more from the self-contentment from granting of wishes. It's about having everything that you want and need. The things that you were like, ooh, I wish I had. It's about feeling like, no, there isn't anything that I wish I had. And just having that sort of uh, that contentment in what you do have and having enough of it.
1: Does that also include like not having something that you want and and getting it? That would sort
0: of be the reverse. Okay. So uh, the reverse would be about, you know, d- deciding whether or not you truly want something if you uh, do reverse readings. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, and then the card for if you are a Pisces between March 11th and March 20th is the Ten of Cups. Oh. Which is similar <laughs> because they're cups. Yeah. Um, so this is about contentment but in relationships so the nine of the nine of cups is more about fulfillment of wishes and desires and getting the things that you want in your life and the ten of cups is more about joy and contentment harmony and alignment in your relationships whether they're friendship romantic familial uh, but being really fulfilled and self-content and harmonious in your personal relationships
1: super cool dude yeah (laughs) it's so super cool
0: Now, we wouldn't be 5C2P if we didn't talk about a herb.
1: Yeah, we... Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I can't wait. We looked up a bunch of different herbs for Pisces. And there's all kinds of different answers out there. And I've discovered whole new topics to do episodes on, which I can't wait. Cool. But the one that jumped out to me that I saw on a couple of different uh, resources... Was a specific type of seaweed. Now this is your average mundane along the east coast rocky shores of the northeast United States or Nova Scotia. It's that brown like fringy stuff with the little like yellow like air pods that make it float.
1: I love stepping on those. Mm -hmm. It's called bladder rack oh <laughs> i did not know what it was
0: called until this week what an
1: <laughs> interesting
0: name mm-hmm. i've even got the <laughs> latin version are you ready for it yeah yeah it is fucus <laughs> vesiculiosis
1: <laughs> Fucus vesiculiosis
0: <laughs> or bladder rack <laughs> now this is a fucking dope herb. Um, so it is a seaweed, which is great for Pisces. Uh, I think that, you know, that just kind of goes hand in hand. But this is a guardian herb. So this is a um, a herb of protection that is linked specifically to bodily ailments that are more closely linked with the Pisces than, than other individuals. So um, in particular, Pisces can suffer more from ailments of the lungs like bronchitis and that sort of thing. And, and bladderwrack is a great use and treatment for those. So, uh, it is, you know, again, domain of the sea, um, it's common form of kelp and it is both a remedy and a guardian, um, to help with those natural toxins. Uh, it can be made into a tonic and, um, that tonic is sort of like a cleansing. It pulls, um, toxins from the body and, uh And it can basically like promote healing um, in different areas of the body when it's taken like often seen as like a powder or a pill. And it's sort of like it's supposed to just sort of like boost the immune system essentially of a Pisces and pull toxins from those areas. Maybe like your lungs that uh, Pisces is a little bit more out of sync with. Oh, that's super cool.
1: I love eating seaweed. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if the like Korean seaweed that I eat is bladder rack, but
0: it is not. Probably it's, like it's close very distinct enough,
1: right? <laughs> but
0: I mean, I think the the fact that you like seaweed in general is kind of cool because it sort of all goes hand in hand in my mind. But yeah, it cleans the kidneys, the lymph congestion, so your lymph nodes, uh, bacterial and fungal infections, detoxifies body tissue, stimulates your adrenal glands. Uh, you know, it can even reduce enlarged prostates. Oh, I
1: yeah. don't have one of those. No, but that's but, nice to know.
0: But some people do. Yeah, <laughs> some people do. Uh, and you can, although I know you, Lindsay, don't like baths, you can use it in a bath apparently to help in the breakdown of cellulite that oh i would be if i had a nicer bathtub totally willing to jump on the grenade of and be like i'll <laughs> test it out <laughs> and see you know just be like if i took a bath in rack every day for like i don't know two weeks what happens <laughs> unfortunately i have a really crappy bathtub
1: yeah, I, I do too. That might be the reason that I don't really like baths. I use when I was younger. I took baths. Now I like I like swimming. Yeah, it's not really a bath, but no,
0: but it is with seaweed usually here in the Atlantic yeah, Coast. It usually <laughs> is. Um, and the last thing that I found for bladder is, m- is, sort of in that same vein of using it in a bath, you can use it in a compress for arthritis, bruises, sprains, gla- like hardened glands, inflammations, because again, it like it draws the toxins out, and I thought that was pretty cool.
1: That is really cool. So I've never heard of a guardian herb before. I thought that that was really, really neat. So now I'm wondering... Are there other like things associated with Pisces that would also be considered a guardian, like a flower or a gemstone or something along those lines? Yeah.
0: So I pulled a similar site, uh, had a couple of different things like this. And it's an astroherbology site, which I had never heard of before. And that's why I want to do a whole episode just on astroherbology. And that included a guardian uh, gemstone in it as well and so the guardian gemstone for pisces
1: is supposed to be the amethyst oh i'm not surprised about that
0: well it is a protection stone in and of its own right whether it's your guardian stone as a pisces or not right right but um, it is a stone that is you know most closely aligned with blocking like psychic uh, like negative psychic energy. So you can put it under your pillow to like get rid of nightmares or like put it on your bedstand stand to um, like promote harmonious dreaming or combine it with other things like maybe mugwort or something like that to promote lucid dreaming. So it's very much tied with your psyche, with negative thoughts, with protection of
1: your spirit. So cool, dude. So... We've gone over sort of like a quick introduction to Pisces. We've talked about her or his guardian herb. We've talked about guardian gemstone. We've talked about ruling planets. We've talked about their tarot cards. Let's get a little more into like who Pisces is as a person.
0: A little more into the seaweeds. A little more into the seaweeds. <laughs> oh, that was so
1: fucking cute, dude. Look.
0: Yes, let's do that. Uh, This is probably where I'll feel the most uncomfortable. And again, not calling anyone out.
1: (laughs) You totally are, dude. You have bolded some of these like notes.
0: Well, yeah, that's how we write my notes. Yeah,
1: I totally feel called out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's give a little general emotional overview, and like. Anything else, some of these things may apply to a Pisces and some of them may not because everybody is different. And you like pull from these sort of things what you want and, you know, your life experiences and your support network and all of these things are going to like, you know, sort of push and pull you in different directions. Yeah. But
1: this is just like a general overview. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Totally, dude. Is that they are known for being one of the most empathetic of the zodiac signs. So basically, they will do whatever it takes to make the people around them happy. They're particularly artistic. They have really great imaginations to the point that they might even think up ideas that other people were like, that won't work. And they're like, oh, watch me. <laughs> <laughs> they are moody. So very, very kind, but because, they're taking on a lot of the emotional burden of folks around them. They can be prone to moodiness, especially when things aren't going their way.
1: This is very true. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> and I think this is the one that sort of hurt me the most. When I think about, um, you know, my friends and relationships, their generous nature makes them easily taken advantage of by less selfish types like Leo's.
1: Oh, or (laughs) don't put that on yourself.
0: Well, I was thinking of less, less selfish signs and that's (laughs) certainly mine, but, but yeah, I, I think that this is, you know, it comes hand in hand. If you are a naturally kind and empathetic and emotional person, then people who are not emotionally attuned with themselves can often, you know, take and take and take and take and take and to the point of taking advantage. Uh,
1: Yeah, I can see that as being true. However. Sometimes Pisces are going to like, they're going to see that. And they're going to be like, I am taking in so much of the world around me. I am taking in so many of the emotions of my friends and family. And then they start, they can start to become closed off.
0: Absolutely. I I read something along the lines of like, Once a Pisces has been hurt, they will be closed off emotionally to that situation or that type of person forever.
1: Yeah. They're just
0: like, yeah, fuck you. We're
1: we're done. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And Pisces will hold a grudge. (laughs) They will. That's awesome.
0: (laughs) And so Pisces has a bunch of positive and negative traits like anyone else. And we've, we've given you the little bit of an overview. But the one that really wasn't talked about a ton there was creativity and every single pisces i know is is wicked creative they're all like artistic in their own way and i find that fascinating so you know they frequently express creativity in their everyday life so it doesn't have to be just I'm an artist or I paint or I'm a writer or whatever, just everything like about them is just a little creative. So maybe it's something like a good fashion sense or like really cool hair colors or like interior design or decorating or just the way they carry themselves. Sometimes creative individuals just have a way of like perceiving the world around them with a little more beauty.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I definitely like, you know, sometimes text you about the beauty in the world, maybe at not the best times.
0: (laughs) Three in the morning, the clouds look like velvet. (laughs) (laughs) And they do. (laughs) They did. And because, you know, they're, you know, sort of creative and have strong imaginations and, and have this reputation of being, you know, sort of in tune and dreamers it just aligns so nicely with that empathetic side so being everyone's emotional support pillar I can't imagine being everyone's emotional support pillar all the time I just I I feel bad for you
1: (laughs) because I know you do it (laughs) I do do it but that's on me no and and maybe not every Pisces is like that I certainly am
0: I think that the thing that um, I noticed in reading through some of these, especially the empathy one, uh, goes hand in hand with the generosity side of a Pisces in that it fills your cup to, to take that on, to be somebody's emotional support pillar, to... Uh, To be in tune with somebody else's emotions, to help somebody through like what they're going through, to cry alongside a friend. Like it gives you a sense of not you specifically, Lindsay, but just Pisces in general, a sense of well-being, of purpose, of helping, of like it's a thing you want to do as opposed to like here's a burden you've been tasked with. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, as far as I go, I do take on a lot of the emotions of others, but I'm not super great at giving advice, so I more listen than anything else. That's fair.
0: You also have been known more than once, and this time I am specifically looking at you. (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay. (laughs) If I don't reach out to you for help, to be like, I'm having a bad day, or I just need my friend, or whatever, and you find out after the fact, you get mad at me. (laughs) Yeah, I do. (laughs) Which I love.
1: <laughs>
0: I just find that so uh, so endearing
1: <laughs> now with all of these like taking on of others emotions Pisces also can be overly emotional themselves for sure
0: that's fair is that's like I've never really thought specifically of you as over emotional is that something that you identify mm-hmm. with no I'm okay. not
1: but I can be overly dramatic oh that's fair <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I wonder like I guess I'm kind of curious the over the ilk is it just like a an over
1: like cup being full and runneth over or okay. Uh, for me when it happens, when I do get emotional, it is very much a cup runneth over thing. But I do know Pisces who get emotional at the drop of a hat. You say one thing and it's like, Oh my goodness, this person has been hurt their entire life. And, anything you say, it doesn't even matter. They're going to think about that one time and it's going to be all over for them for that day.
0: Oh no. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. It can be really
1: awful. That is really awful. Well, I think that, you know,
0: it it just goes with the territory, unfortunately, um, you know, of, of being open and out there and putting yourself out there and getting hurt and, you know, and closing yourself off that. Yeah. it just, sometimes it's like, nope, can't do it, not today.
1: Yeah, you can't, and you're in, and and it, it puts you in a negative mood. Yeah. Like it's not all good with Pisces. Pisces, you know, <laughs> we definitely have our, our parts of us that aren't so great.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, these last two, uh, I I thought about quite a bit uh, because I because I know a lot of Pisces because I have been told, especially like. From, a, from my own perspective of, like, I can be more assertive. And so Pisces apparently are very impressionable. And they can be overly trusting, easily swayed, especially if a more assertive person suggests something, the Pisces will often just go along with it. Sort of go with the flow, not worth arguing, didn't really have a strong opinion about it in the first place. <laughs> 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 and the second one was that they spend so much time taking care of other people's needs and they get so much personal fulfillment and happiness in making other people happy that they often have a hard time accepting help from others and i Will call out every single Pisces I know right now. I do not know. This was one of the ones that I was like a flashing red light. <laughs> Where I was like, I don't know a single Pisces that is comfortable asking other people for help. But they're always there if you need it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would say it It actually makes me uncomfortable accepting help or asking for help.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's I, And it's unfathomable to me because, because Pisces are just so naturally giving, but yeah, have a hard time having a hard time like reaching out for the expecting that same emotional burden from others. Now, I wonder if that's because they don't trust that other people have that same emotional gift that they have, or just because they don't want to they don't want to cause somebody else pain or turmoil.
1: I mean, I would say, I would guess the latter. For, for, for me, at least. Yeah, it, for me, it has, like, really nothing to do with the former. Um, I would just, like, I wouldn't really want to put my problems on somebody else. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair.
0: Well, I think that that's a great little summary of Pisces' sort of emotional state and gifts and well-being. And where we've got to go from here is how they work and relate with others. But why don't we take a little break And we'll come back and we'll see how well Pisces work with others in their relationships and even share a few tips on how to, like, maybe get along better with the Pisces in your life. Yeah, that sounds
1: great to me. Might get weird, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in a minute, which is. (laughs) Hey! hey. <laughs> all right.
0: We are ready to dive in to the seaweed <laughs> um, and talk about relationships. Because what is life without interacting with those around you? And we all probably know and love a Pisces. And so we want to talk a little bit about relationships from the perspective of the Pisces and also how to get along with the Pisces if you're not one. So we have already covered Pisces are emotionally in tuned. They are dreamers. How does that affect their, their general relationship, romantic compatibility? Because this is a horoscope thing. And even the best, most prolific podcasters cannot help but wonder what signs are Pisces most compatible with. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you are a Capricorn, Cancer, Leo, or Taurus... You make a pretty good partner. Oh,
1: yay! Brian, <laughs> Brian's a Capricorn. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, at least compatible with Gemini and Sagittarius. I can see that, but a Pisces can make a relationship work with anyone they care about. Yeah, because that's just the way they are. Um, Pisces also fall fast and hard for the, from the beginning of a relationship, and are devoted partners throughout.
1: That's true. I've always, when I've fallen, I've always fallen, like, pretty fast and pretty hard. But when I know it's not right, I'm just kind of like, meh. Ah, yeah. See you later. That's fair.
0: But, like, one could argue, was it, I don't don't know, was it really a relationship at that point?
1: No, I guess (laughs) not. Like, one of the last dudes I broke up with that I, like, didn't stay with for very long, I broke up with him because he said kebab instead of kebab. (laughs) (laughs) It bothered me.
0: (laughs) That's amazing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Some might say that's petty. You just had a strong emotional reaction. (laughs) Yeah, it fucking irritated me. I'm sure you can say it either way, but at the time, I was, like, 21 years old. I was like, no, dude, I can't handle your kebab bullshit. said it over and over again.
0: (laughs) So... Here's some other things that are associated with the Pisces in a relationship. And Lindsay, as our resident Pisces, I'd love your thumbs up, thumbs down on this. Okay. All right. All right. Let's Kay. do it. They prefer serious relationships. And when they meet the right person, they'll want to make things official very quickly. I'm, v- I'm very much like that. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. So we got a thumbs up on that. Pisces are true romantics. They'll go out of their way to think of thoughtful surprises and gifts to show their partner that they care.
1: I would say that that is definitely very true about me. However, I like dependent on the relationship that could change. Like, I've been with Brian for 13 years. And he very quickly conditioned that out of me because he doesn't <laughs> like receiving right. gifts and, and surprises. And as yeah. a Pisces,
0: you want to make the person that you're like closest to happy. And if it, yeah, I mean, one of those things has to give. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe you're also a little bit, like, impressionable. And he was like, no, just stop. And you're like, okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> also, congratulations. 13 years is a long fucking time. It is a long time. Thank you. Uh, and then lastly... Because Pisces are super in tune with their emotions and the emotions of others, they are incredibly caring partners. And they'll do practically anything to make sure that the person that they're with feels loved and cared
1: and supported. Yeah, I I would say that that's true to like an extent. Okay, I'm going to pause. Sometimes we get lazy, though. (laughs) That's fair. I was going to say... Like, in a
0: loving relationship, I don't know. Maybe it's the practically anything part, but it's like, who is in a loving relationship where they're not doing this for their partner? Yeah. Where they're not trying to make the person that they're romantically involved with feel loved and cared and supported?
1: Yeah. That's yeah. kind of
0: wishy-washy in and of itself. I'm scratching. Remove that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, e- that's not very Pisces. That's just sort of general. 86. <laughs> <laughs> Now here's one, thumbs up or down. Pisces would never outwardly expect the same effort that they put into a relationship from their partner. Thumbs down.
1: Oh. Yeah, I give that a thumbs down. Okay. I expect love and support, and I want to feel, like, warm and happy and snugged all the time. Aw, I love it.
0: Yeah. Okay, how about this one? Because Pisces are so emotional, They can also be difficult in uh, making tough decisions because they can be overwhelmed by their emotions and they can hold on to perceived hurts for a long time. So as it relates to a relationship, maybe not being able to make that like committal next step forward. Do I marry this person? Do I move in with them? Should we like, should we buy a car? Should we move apartments? Do we get a dog? Do we have
1: kids? I would say that's... um That's a very individual thing. I agree. (laughs) And and very circumstance-based, too. I agree. Because I've had different feelings on that throughout my life, for sure.
0: Okay. Last one for romantic relationships. A Pisces devotion and need to please their partner can come across as
1: neediness. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I've been called needy before. just love so much. I, yeah, we, we do love so much.
0: Uh, I think that's nice. <laughs> now, what about with friends and family? Because the way you interact with your romantic partner or partners is going to be very different than the way you interact with family and friends. Uh,
1: or maybe not. I don't know. It kind of depends on your sign. So what is it for Pisces? Yeah, I mean, I would say so. Uh, for me, I'm pretty selective about who I want in my life but once I decide that that person is in my life I'm very very loyal to my family and friends and they're my world I love that yeah and I I don't know that's a
0: great trait
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, I I tend to think that that is something that's sort of characteristic of Pisces I know that to be true of myself I don't know
0: yeah. Everything that I read about Pisces as it relates to friends and family uh, was that they're very family oriented. And whether that was biological family or the family that you choose for yourself. But when you've got your group of people, like you said, like, that's it. That, that's your group. And you're happiest when um, like where there's a gathering where like everybody's hanging out and getting along and you can sort of have all of your people like happy together.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes that can be weird for me because I do have my people and I want all of my people to be happy together, but not all of my people get along <laughs> with each other. So it gets that's weird fair. sometimes. Yeah, that's fair.
0: But no matter what, the other thing that really stood out to me was that... Uh, From the other side of the fence, Pisces are highly valued friends and family members. So, you know, maybe because you put in so much time and attention, because, you know, you're such a devoted friend or the group therapist, but uh, they're often sort of elevated to, like, the best friend, dopest
1: sister, whatever status. I am the coolest sister. (laughs) All of my sister's <laughs> partners say so. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds like it's pretty easy to get along with a Pisces.
0: Yeah, I think it is. But I think that like there's some things that maybe like maybe if you're a Sagittarius, you find this incredibly difficult. So we've got some tips on how to get along with a Pisces. Yeah. Okay. First one. Don't be surprised to find... That Pisces wear their hearts on their sleeves. I think that can be really tough for a lot of people. If like all of a sudden you're like chatting about something, then it's like, here's all of my thoughts and emotions about a thing. It's
1: like, oh, I met you two days ago. (laughs) (laughs) And they have nothing to do with what you were just talking about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
0: how are you? Oh my God! Let me tell you.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and yeah, so you know they're they're very in touch with their emotions, as we've been saying all along, and they're not afraid to express extreme happiness, sadness, whatever they're feeling. So, like, just be aware of like that's part of what a Pisces comes with. I think number two for me would be that Pisces will be more than happy to listen to anything you want to talk about and, as they can, offer advice or help in your situations. So that comes with the caveat of don't fucking take advantage of it (laughs) because they're going to listen to you go on and on and on about the stupid bullshit in your day with a smile on their face and then the next thing you know, Maybe you've been talking on the back porch of Big Red for 40 minutes about something that nobody else cared about, but you've gotten it off your chest. And Lindsay's like, I hear you.
1: <laughs> yeah. But in that, I also think that it's important to remember that these people in your life, maybe they're Pisces, maybe they're not, but these people that are, are, that are taking in all of this energy from you, whether or not they know that they want it or need it, I think it's important to remember that it's just, you know, being a good friend to also ask them how they're doing. Like reciprocate. Absolutely. That's just good relationship yeah. practice, period. Yeah. Like it's so easy to to talk your problems at your, at your friend or your family member who is a Pisces. And they're taking it all in. But it's very, very easy to forget after you've gotten it all out that, you know, maybe they're not doing so well. 100%. Or maybe they're doing great and maybe, maybe they want to talk about it. Maybe they don't, but it's always nice to like hear, Hey, how are you doing?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Once in a while. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I could not agree more. I think that's something that we could all do a little more of. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then I think that the last one that I really dug was that not something we talked a lot about here, but the idea that like, because Pisces are both emotional and creative, that they may be frustrated because they'll come up with an idea or have a daydream about something that they're like, this is totally plausible, but it doesn't seem even remotely doable to anybody around them. That happens to me all (laughs) the fucking time, dude. (laughs) all the time and so you know how can you support somebody who's like hey i've got this thing we could totally do this and you're like (laughs) good god no we can't (laughs) and i think it's one sometimes it's just the excitement of the idea and two you know helping ground them in well what are we going to do what's the first step and take it from a daydream into a reality by um by helping like to take those small incremental steps towards it. Yeah. And like, you know, if you're, if you're a planner or a doer, then be like, great. What's the first thing we have to do? Great. We'll have that done in a week. What's the next thing? Like, and, and take, like, don't
1: say no to somebody's cool, dope ass idea. Just help them figure out how to actually achieve it. Yeah. Instead of being like, no, that's not possible. You can't actually do that. We're not going to do that. Whatever. Yeah. You're ridiculous. Uh, Like you said, try to, like, guide them along. And eventually, if it really is a ridiculous idea, your Pisces will probably just be like, oh, yeah. And then they're going to lose steam and be like, well. Intelligent people will figure it out. We'll we'll just do something else. (laughs) Or if the idea is really dope and it is something that they really want to, like, move along with and nobody thinks that it can be done, like, kind of helping them figure it out along the way, whether it is you actually helping them or if it's just you throwing ideas at them to help them really realize it. It's, you know, that's something that in my relationships I see rarely because I do have a lot of like harebrained ideas. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) And I do eventually like lose steam on a lot of them. But rather than, like, shutting your Pisces down, just be like, oh, yeah, that sounds cool. How are you going to go about that?
0: Yeah, and I think that that can often be perceived as, like, unfortunately, as flakiness. Yeah. Because you've gotten, like, a great idea, and then nobody's helped you, like, do anything about it. So then you're just like, I don't know, I guess I do this. (laughs) Ah, crap, (laughs) ah, fuck it. (laughs) I'll do something else. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And that's, like, it's not true. It's just, you know, you're... Pisces are an idea generators and every good project needs a like a strategist creative blue s- sky thinker and a like p- project planner, a yeah. doer a like step-by-step person.
1: but Pisces don't necessarily want to follow through on all of their ideas either they just like have a great idea and they're like, this would be so cool. Maybe it, maybe it happens. Maybe it doesn't. Whatever. There will be more ideas. And there's
0: nothing wrong with being like, yeah, that is a cool idea. (laughs) Ideas are fun. Done. (laughs) Wait 20 minutes to talk about something else. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to wrap up our whole segment series on Pisces with just a couple of tips for the Pisces out there. These are just a couple of things That we've sort of discussed, thought about, put together that can maybe help a
1: Pisces because sometimes it's fucking hard, man. And the first one is don't let people take advantage of you. Yeah, man. Sometimes it's hard when you're just so cool.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, when you want to help people... And you're not good at receiving help and it makes you happy to help others. It makes it therefore easy for people around you who are not, again, as sensitive or are selfish to just take and take and take advantage of that goodwill. And so don't let people take advantage of you. Set
1: your own boundaries. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's hard at first, but I've started setting my own boundaries years ago I decided you know what I'm not allowing this I'm not allowing this I'm not allowing this in my life and I started doing it and it's made my life that much better
0: absolutely I think that goes for everyone but not just Pisces oh yeah probably more more apt to take place in a Pisces life because your needs are important too yeah number two is take a step back and regain control over what you're like thinking or feeling to help you handle your moments better to help you like express yourself in a more um as in a more emotionally intelligent way so rather than just having an emotional response pause and breathe and feel your feelings for a second another perfectly good piece of advice for anyone but for Pisces just just take that emotion for two seconds hang on to it and then think about how you want to communicate it
1: I think that that's really good advice. I, myself, being a Pisces, have a really hard time with that. From, like, stepping back and taking a look at it and trying to not be pissed off, I find that if I smoke a little weed, I can do that a little better. (laughs) That's how I handle it. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think it (laughs) could, like, anything, being sort of just emotionally aware of what you're saying before you say it can help avoid or, like, uh, help avoid arguments, not from happening. It's still important that if you disagree, an argument happens, but helping them to happen in a more constructive way and a less emotionally explosive, combative
1: way. Yes. So yeah, I, what I have to do is just like take a step back and not talk to the person for a while until I figure that shit out in my head and then I can come back to yep. it. Yeah.
0: And then the last one for today is make use of your strengths including whether it's empathy, creativeness, uh, like astral projection and and mystical powers, like whatever your gift might be, I can make use of it. Yeah. Maybe you're a bloodhound like me. (laughs) 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 I think the important thing here is like there's like anybody else, but for Pisces in particular, because of your unique, unique perspective on things, And because of your unique emotional intelligence and intuition, you might be able to actually see a problem from a new perspective. And if you don't use your gifts, then you're not going to be able to help. And helping is what makes you happy. True. (laughs) So true. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I really enjoyed chatting about Pisces. And I'm sure that... My medicine is coming to me in five months. <laughs> 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 when you get to roast me over the coals for Leo. It's but be wonderful. <laughs> Leos are wonderful. But yeah, I've never done a like a really deep dive into one of the zodiac signs like this. And it was super fun. So if you uh, if you want us to do a deep dive into your sign, you can always drop us a line at 5CTPPod at Gmail or on Instagram. We love to chat about it, and who knows? Maybe we'll do a, a shout-out to you when your birthday month rolls around. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea. Okay. Now we are, in fact, at the end. And you can hang on after this next tiny segment for our personal plugs. But
1: what would it be without... A Pussy of the Week! Damn, dude, I forgot to yell with you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could try it again. No, it's good. We'll just, we'll okay. just, we'll just listen to our song. Pussy of the Week! Pussy of the Week!
0: Pussy of the Week! So, we have an awesome new Pussy of the Week this week. Her name is Christina Pazko, and she's a Polish high school student. Dude,
1: this is so cool. So
0: cool. So Christina developed a website that's burned from an idea, and her idea won a European prize with 10,000 euro. And her idea was to create a domestic violence help website that is masked as a cosmetics site. So the way it works is, if you're experiencing domestic violence, you can go to this website, which looks like you're getting cosmetics advice and shopping for, like, foundation and moisturizers and that sort of thing. And you can go into the chat bot, and or chat box, sorry. And instead of speaking to a skincare specialist, which is what will show up on the screen, you're instead speaking with a psychologist. And so you can ask things like. Um, so you might wanna go and buy like a cream. And then the, co- uh, the psychologist on the other end will respond with something like, how long have the skin problems been going on for? Or follow up questions like, how does the affected skin react to alcohol? When was the last skin breakout? And things like that, all to get information from the user on their domestic violence situation. And there are even special sort of like hidden, uh, hidden buttons in there, special questions that will send, uh, services right to your house in that moment. Um, so if you need 911 help and you like need that in that moment, there's a way to also call for that using the cosmetic app without alerting the perp- the perpen-
1: the person <laughs> that you are in the situation with. That's so amazing. Such a great idea. It's so cool.
0: I'm like, I'm flabbergasted that one, she's a high school student and came up with this. And two, that we hadn't thought of this before. Yeah, And it's it's amazing. And so
1: hats off, absolute Pussy of the Week, Christina Pascoe. Yeah. Christina, we like you. Sweet. Well. We've made it to the end of another episode. Yeah, dude, we did it. Love it. I love it too. I can't wait to
0: come back next week. And we've got a great episode, I think, already in line. Yeah. We've got we've, we banked some topics that we've been wanting to talk about, so it'll be awesome and a lot of fun. And in the meantime, if you are perhaps interested in... Uh, in black metal, in yoga, in tarot card readings. I am doing a little tarot salon for the month of March with Black Widow Yoga. You can find them on Union Fit, there's a monthly membership. There's at least three different yoga and bar classes a week through them, all to dope uh, metal, stoner metal and punk music. They do chakra series. They do yoga flows to tarot cards. And every Tuesday in March for Coven members, I'm going to read you tarots. So awesome. So you can sign up to be a member and you could do like a one month at a time kind of thing. And while you're in there, stop by and say hi. I'd love to read cards for you.
1: I'm so excited for you, Ronnie. Thanks. My first week (laughs) last week was so much
0: fun. Oh, my God. So I can't wait for this week and all the rest of the week's in March. But we'll be back next week with a great new episode. Until then, remember, no pervs, no Nazis. Totally.